in three, two, one. Greetings, friends, family, and followers. My name is Angela. My, My name, name is Pam. My name is Edwin. And we totally remember the order that we go in. And you're listening to episode 28 of Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. And we totally remember how we do this thing. I totally remember. I, I follow Angela. Anyway... So, uh, those of you who are f- who have been following for a while have probably noticed there's some weirdness in our numbers. We've been having some technical issues. Um, one of them is uh, kind of my fault. Um, and another one, I blame Edwin entirely, even though it's not actually his fault. The first one is, um, you'll notice the last episode... The title ended up episode 26. It's episode 27. Um, we know how to count. We, we do know how to count. I think that one's my fault. I think there's an episode that didn't get named correctly. And that would be on me because I started naming them at one point And I don't know how <laughs> long this has been going on. Um, the other one is there was a glitch in the RSS feed where it didn't get to all the... All the um I forgot to send out the episode and mark it to distribute on the way I do things. I totally it is my fault. I'm sorry. It's a little late. <laughs> I was gonna let it go on as a glitch. I own up to my ears. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, this is in fact episode twenty-eight. Um uh pam is still remote yes i am because (laughs) our studio is a very cramped space and well well we have a chair for pam when she gets here we've got a we've got a chair for her we've got a microphone waiting for her uh but she's got her own microphone and and her own well socially distanced location Yes, halfway on the other side of town (laughs) and in the boondocks of Hamburg. So the the recording date for this episode is July 3rd. And, you know, people get a little excited about their fireworks um, and their motorcycles. So there may be a little bit of background noise that leaks through. So if you hear little popping noises or growling noises in the background don't be alarmed it's just the, the motorcycles and the fireworks getting used early yeah we are recording this thing the day before july 4th so yeah anyway let's let's get into it pam you found something fun i found something straight out of my childhood dude do you have them yes i do huh? i found dunkaroos ah! In my local store. Ah, I'm so happy. Dunkaroos. Um, Dunkaroos. Yes, like, Dunkaroos. Do you basic, remember them? Yeah, basically, like, I th- they're not even Australian. They're just, what, Nabisco? <laughs> Something like that. They're, like, basic, basic. They're basically, like, the... Like, Yan Yan sticks? Yan Yan, the Yan Yan version, the American Yan Yan. 
I'm not. What's yin yang? Yin yang is. Remember those sticks? This is Japanese candy where it's it's really cookie sticks and you have a dipping sauce. Do you to have dip a dipping in? like a chocolate yeah. dipping sauce? Yeah. So that yeah. So yeah. This is basically the American style of it. It's just basically vanilla cookies with vanilla frosting yeah. that you dunk it in. Hence Dunkaroos. Yeah, my parents and, never bought them for us, so I don't know. So I might have to get myself some I Dunkaroos. Think, I and, think I've had them when I was a kid. And um, the reason why it was called Dunkaroos is because their mascot was a kangaroo. So how how long have they been off the market? I a have long no, time. Years. Years. Since, they pulled since it. Since the 90s? It, it was a huge 90s thing. Yeah, I, th I think it was on Probably the market. Probably in the 2000s. Yes. No, I'll, I'll bet it was late 90s when it left the market. When Clearly yeah. Canadian left. I was so sad when Clearly Canadian <laughs> left. <sighs> but yeah, so so I got it. I found this through Facebook. Someone posted, oh, look what I found. And then she posted Dunkaroos. I'm like, what? So I had Jeff go over to our local grocery food store and was like, if there's Dunkaroos, you got to buy some. And so he bought like 10 of these. Um, <laughs> We already got, we already ate two, and um, I don't know if you remember, Edwin, but this used to come in different flavors. It wasn't always vanilla yes, frosting. It was, it was always chocolate. There was a chocolate there was one. Chocolate. Strawberry. And I think there I was think. a. I think it also came with chocolate uh, cookies too, didn't they? I think so. I remember there was a strawberry one. There, there was, was a strawberry, strawberry one, one, and I think the cookie was also cinnamon yeah. one. And I don't know. It was a huge thing. See, that was all great. That was awesome. It was good. It was great. And there was and, a variety of them. And then they disappeared for years. Totally yeah, forgotten. Until, until today. Until I discovered panda cookies and yan yan. Oh, yeah. Panda cookies. And, and the Hello Panda and Hello, the. Yeah, the Hello Pandas and the, the yan yans. Huh? And what was the other mm. one? The. Are you talking about the pocket? Hockey sticks. Yes. Which is awesome if you <laughs> freeze it. Yes. It makes it extra, extra crunchy. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't, then I never, seriously, I haven't thought about Dunkaroos until you mentioned it. <laughs> well, I wasn't thinking of Dunkaroos until someone posted it. And I'm like, oh, I gotta have them now. So we tried it. We actually tried it uh, a couple days ago. And the cookies were smaller and chances are it was because when i was a kid these were probably bigger probably it i don't know bigger uh, in your hand when you're uh, a kid than... perception 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 yeah right and i think they were shaped as kangaroos too i think i'm not quite sure these were like circle circle uh cookies so they, were they even, were small so they weren't but... even trying to make it look like kangaroos <laughs> No, I don't think so. <laughs> they they but, might try then, it again once they've got momentum behind them again. And then, wow. the, and then the frosting it has like sprinkles on it, and I thought that it had like sickness or something. But anyway, sickness. Uh, well, no, I mean the, the cookies. The, the, the cookies were actually good, and when you dunk it, the frosting. This might be my taste buds maturing, but I, the frosting was very, very much like. Sugar? Cake frosting. It was Cake very frosting? sugary. Yeah. And I was like, was it always the sugary when, when I was a kid? I don't know. But I, oh, I ate it all. <laughs> Nostalgia I'm going to have to try it. I'm going to have to find it. 
I'm really gonna have to find it because I don't remember. I mean, I just remember like they basically wore the same format as like as Pocky sticks, not Pocky, but uh, Yan Yans. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, the Yan Yans actually are still there, right? They oh yeah. Didn't... Oh, they're still around. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, it makes me wonder why Dunkaroos all of a sudden disappeared. I guess I guess it just fades away like any uh. Well, I feel like Dunkaroos were a little bit more expensive than Yan Yans. Were they? Oh. Yeah. And then the fact that the fact of the matter is that Yan Yans, you can only, you can really pretty much find it, especially when I was a kid. The only way you could find it was in a, a, a at an Asian market. Uh, Yan Yan was also sold at places like um, Suncoast Motion Picture Company, and places where they sold anime. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah the ones that yeah. are no longer. Yeah, a lot of no stores that no longer exist. That's where you found Yan Yan. Was the places where Sun you bought anime. Ghost. <laughs> Sun Ghost Music, Sun Ghost Picture Company. Yeah. Oh, all right. Reminds me of like, was that Musicland or? Ah, stop. <laughs> Sam Goody. Remember Sam Goody? I think you could buy Yan Yan at Sam Goody too. At Sam Goody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you could buy if you could buy anime, you could get some of the snacks there. <laughs> anyway. Oh my god. Sun Can coast. we move on before I start crying? Yeah, so let's let's well let's go on to something else that could make you cry. Edwin, you went to a restaurant. I went to a restaurant. <laughs> this isn't telling. <laughs> I went to a restaurant for the first time during COVID, okay? Me okay, so my brothers I've mentioned them on this podcast. My brothers, um, we really wanted to get together somehow. And the last time I hung out with my brothers was uh, sometime in February. Yeah, it was February. It was February. And uh, one of them was fine. The other one, I think, was getting a little stir-crazy. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you which one. <laughs> but, um, the, uh, the, 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 whole, the, the whole point was we, we were trying to find a restaurant. And we were going back and forth on, like, maybe we should pick up food and go to a park and that sort of thing. But we sort of had, like, these, like, these thresholds where, okay, we're going to walk in. And if there's a lot of people there, we'll just order food right there and we'll take take it, right? We'll just go to a park. So when when one of my brothers and I, we met up and we're waiting for my other brother. We were looking around. It's like, okay, there's nobody here. That's good. So we <laughs> went out to so we went out to the uh, to the outside eating area. And there was one other like couple that was there, right? Mm-hmm. And. They were on one side of the patio, and I was looking around, and I was like, okay, we're going to take the corner. <laughs> we're just going to take the corner. So we went to the corner. We were wearing masks, and, you know, and my brother goes, I was like, my brother was, was good. You got the corner one, because if you sat over there, we'd move. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I know. I know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so we ordered. And, okay, first of all, the waiter wasn't really social distancing, okay? (laughs) Like, she wasn't really wearing a mask. She was just there. Oof. Right? 
but I got the sweet spot because I was farthest away. I was like right in the corner between a <laughs> wall and a fence. And it was interesting. Uh, like, what are these things in front of me? Is this a menu? You know, it was like, <laughs> like I was trying to figure out, you know, it was almost like, oh my gosh, like we're actually doing this. I got a menu in front of me and I'm supposed to pick food and tell the, the, the person that I want this. That reminds me me of a meme, you know, that dude in uh, Sailor Moon looking at a butterfly kind of thing and asking what this is. That's kind of like you looking at (laughs) (laughs) What is this thing? It was just, yeah, I mean, it was an experience. Like, like, it was, we were there for a while, we were there for like two hours, and we just noticed like, like more and more people were like slowly coming in, and then we just... But like two hours later, it was almost time for like their lunch, mm-hmm. I guess, right? Mm-hmm. And no, but their dinner. Uh-huh. We were like there like around three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and we were just looking. I was like, you know what? We better get the heck out of here before this place starts filling up because it was starting to fill up. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, we were like looking around, and we noticed that there was a gate. <laughs> there was a gate to the patio. Uh-huh. On you know, like right there. So it's like, okay, we're just gonna like. Let's just go out that way to the gate. So we went through, like, literally, like, opened the gate, went sort of, like, by the woods, <laughs> and escaped into the parking lot, you know? So we didn't go through the, you know, back into the restaurant, mm-hmm. right? And then here's the thing. I had to go to the bathroom bad, but I wasn't about to go back into the, the part into the restaurant because there's already a bunch of people in there. So luckily, my work wasn't was just right across the parking lot because that's where we met. Uh huh. So I went back to work <laughs> and and used their you know used my work bathroom instead of like the restaurant bathroom. It was you know trying to do social distancing in a in a restaurant. <laughs> it's I don't know like I don't think I'm really ready for it like that was yeah. like a that was like a challenge. Yeah, I'm I'm. Definitely not ready to hit up a, an actual restaurant and sit down oh and eat there. Goodness. Definitely not ready for that. Especially I like think... the, especially like these bars, right? Like in Minnesota, there's bars closing again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and we have a bar that's like on the in the edge of the neighborhood. I highly doubt their social distancing. There's a big sign that oh, says, you know, like like stay as long as you want. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. As much as I want to go out of the house, just to get out of the house and just go enjoy my time someplace where I'm not sweating. Bored in the house, near in the house, bored. Yes. <laughs> and it's just, it's the whole, do I really want to, you know, put myself out there in harm's way? Even though I, I'm, even though I'm doing everything I can, wearing a mask, social distancing and everything like that. I I can't I can't justify that that it's safe yet to just go out. No. Nah. And it sucked because I want to. <laughs> it did I mean Angela Contessa says when we played D D Yeah last week, mm-hmm. last Saturday, we for the first time we had people at our house during COVID, right? Uh huh. Right. And we didn't play it in our game room. Oh heck no. I had to turn the garage into a game room. 
Yeah. Coolest garage in the neighborhood. Coolest garage in the neighborhood. I have an air conditioner in my garage. And I'm now I'm thankful for putting an air conditioner in my garage as much as people are like, how do you do that? How, you know, <laughs> they're a little surprised. But hey, you know, it was like, what, 90, 93 oh, degrees hot. outside? Mm-hmm. It was like a nice and nice and 73 degrees in the... <laughs> it, it, it was lovely in the garage. Yeah. But we were social distancing, you yeah. know, by couple. Like, Pam and Jeff were, like, one section. And you and Mare I, yeah, and Jess were in the other section. Yeah, Mare and her sister were, were in another part of the garage. And you and I were in another part of the garage. Though I had to keep away from you a little bit so you couldn't see my notes. Yeah. yeah i mean that was i don't know i just feel like it might be a little bit more of a risky thing still but i'd like to hear if i mean i'd like to hear like our listeners to see if uh you know what have they gone to a restaurant like how did you feel about it like how do you yeah send us a message at dungeon diners at gmail.com and let you know or just drop us a Drop us a message on Facebook, you know? And I'm pretty sure that there are restaurants that are trying to, you know, respect oh, yeah. CDC guidelines with social distancing and everything. It would be awesome to know which restaurants there are. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to know which restaurants are actually yeah, if, trying and, like, really, really adhering to... And if you know of one that. that's... If you know of one that's really strictly adhering to the CDC guidelines, please let us know so we can so we can try to go visit one. We'd have to visit separately, but... There's a taco. There was another podcast I was hearing, like a taco. There's a taco place in, in Salt Lake City. And if, you know, it's on the news right now that, like, Utah is, like, has a huge spike. Like, they're starting to, like, they're thinking about closing down again. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, there's just a little, little loot, like, little you know serious again over there but there's this one rest one restaurant it's a taco it's like a taco joint uh-huh right uh-huh. and they're adhering to the they're adhering to the uh cdc guidelines uh-huh plus 50 percent nice yeah and it's like they're only living like 25 people in their restaurant you uh-huh. know and there's like their tables are like way far apart away from each other and everybody it's a mandatory mask Nice. Everybody's wearing, and the only time that you can like take your mask off is when you're eating. Nice. So I want to know if there's any places like that who are really like taking this whole thing so seriously to the point where, yeah, we're gonna take the uh, the CDC and the WHO guidance and put it on steroids, and you know. Yeah. So if if you're in in the general Twin Cities area or the suburbs. Hit us up and let us know what that restaurant is if you find one. Um, at you can email us at uh, dungeondiners at gmail.com. We would really, really love to hear about a restaurant we could go to safely, so we can yes. go back to reviewing places. Yeah, I wasn't gonna review this one. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah. In in other news. Um, alright, I've, I've mentioned this one a few times in the past, uh, the Sino Una, uh, material for, that's 5e compatible, um, for Dungeons and Dragons. Filipino folklore based. It's, it's been delayed, which is sad, but understandable. Uh, There's, 
there's been some concerns and with with the virus and everything the schedule has had to be pushed back um but i saw a preview of some of the art and it is fantastic um <laughs> excuse me <laughs> They had they had a very stylized uh, illustration that they were that they were releasing in their uh, email to the the Kickstarter uh, funders. The yeah, the people fund the people who funded the Kickstarter. They there was an update, and they were given a preview image for the book, which is highly stylized, and it's a basically a warrior that has chopped off. The tip of the tail of a giant snake monster. I'm not sure what that giant snake monster is called, but I'm sure we'll find out when the book comes out. But Was it wearing an Igor G-string by any chance? I don't believe so. <laughs> no. I don't... Pomana, pom, Filipino Pomana I, people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I... I... I wasn't looking too closely at what the warrior was wearing. <laughs> I was not looking. Let's just that. say, let's just say that the that the armor class on that thing gives you minus one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it reduces your armor class. Oh, it definitely reduces your armor class. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So it's it's been delayed, but they're still making progress, and and uh, they're still working to make sure everybody gets paid. Make sure the art quality and the research and writing quality is as good as possible. So they're they're still working on it. It's still coming. It's just been delayed a little bit, which is okay. If if artists got to take their time, the artists got to take their time. Um. Yeah, not not a whole lot more to say about that. So let's move on, and uh, we'll shut up and listen. That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. Pam, tell us this exciting thing that happened today. An exciting thing happened today? Did it? <laughs> oh, you know oh. what I'm talking about. Besides, besides Dunkaroos. Oh, oh, no, it's just that... <laughs> no, today, today is just my day off, and I did absolutely nothing today, so <laughs> nothing exciting about that. But, um, no, if, for those that have Disney+, Plus, Hamilton is was just released on the streaming, and now you can watch Hamilton for free. Well, I have a lot of jokes about that, um, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've, I'm excited about it. I want to watch it. Um, from what I understand, Hamilton was supposed to be rated R, but they edited, like, three words. Or something. No, I don't Did they know. go I over don't know, the F word? Threshold? Yes, I, I think, I think they bleep. I think they had to bleep over an F bomb or two. Remember, one F bomb will get you a PG thirteen. Two F bombs really coming close to R. Three, yeah. you're pretty much in R territory at that point. Yeah, I, I, I think <laughs> they had to bleep over an F bomb or two. Yeah. Oh yeah, and especially if it's um a platform like Disney Plus. Yeah, well, Disney so, Plus doesn't allow anything R. Yeah, right. so they so, so it may have bleeped over all the F bombs. I don't know, but yeah. So Hamilton has been released, and I'm excited to see it. I've heard that it's wonderful and exciting, and all the things. And yeah, I'm excited about that. 
Let's yeah. learn about the forefathers and the Constitution. I just hope and that the making you know, of America. With, I just hope that with you know with everyone uh, with July Fourth and everything, that uh, I just hope that this won't cause Disney Plus to crash. Yeah. But wouldn't you hope? Here's the thing. Wouldn't you hope that would happen in terms of like people watching Hamilton to actually? Because I heard it was actually a pretty good education in like in like the starting of like the United States and like when they're talking well, yeah, about it's... like like the constitution and all that stuff it's like a good sense cuz it okay as much as people talk about you know this is America and you know like freedom 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 and you know it's almost like that's become sort of like a just a say but what does that mean and I feel like something like Hamilton will actually like, hey, actually learn something, <laughs> you know, like, right. you know what I mean? So I kind of hope that people will actually watch it and learn something from it. So. Yeah, people learning would yeah. be good. Well, yeah, I, I'm not against people learning. It's a good thing that people are, you know, watching it. Um, but I just meant that for uh enjoyment purposes that yeah. i hope it doesn't crash because yeah. that's the last thing that especially especially if you're so immersed into something like a broadway show at least for me yeah i really don't like it when all of a sudden it just stops and then here you are like it's like you're shotgun back into uh back into reality, back into reality. i'm like Ugh. oh you're gonna have oh okay no i thought you were talking no. about the nature of musicals. i don't want to be here let me go <laughs> I thought you were talking about the nature of musicals, but actually, wait, Edwin, were you wanting to watch this? Hamilton? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to take a gander. Okay. I mean, I who wouldn't want to watch? We can I mean, watch it together. Yeah, I mean, who who wouldn't want to watch like, you know, a bunch of guys like rapping about, you know, like rapping about like trying to create like the net, you know, uh, the treasury. <laughs> You know, well, it's just establishing Edwin, the United States Treasury. A, as, I thought you hated musicals. He does. I don't like musicals, but I will. I will. <laughs> but this one is an exception. It's not really. I mean, it's not really like like. Well, da, 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 da. it's not like that. It's like rapping. It's hip hop, and trying to put hip hop into musicals. That's interesting <laughs> to me. But when you have like a bunch of guys like like doing like a line dance and talking about like. Let's raise a barn and, you know, or <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm actually curious as to what you think of it when <laughs> it'll be interesting how you say how you said, oh, it's not like like that. And then and then it if, does. <laughs> oh, no, if it does that, if it does that, you'll hear it in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, we should move on to our next topic. So, uh, let me tell you a thing. Is that really a thing? Hey, what do you mean by that? Alright, Edwin, ask away. What am I asking? <laughs> it's in the show notes, Edwin. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, I thought yeah. this was... I thought this was Pam's. Is it mine? Uh, well, okay. Fine. Okay. All right. So here's the thing. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. 
So I've been I'm still on I'm still watching TikTok, right? And oh by the way, my my nephew, right? Apparently he's starting to become big on TikTok. I forgot to mention that. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, because he's a singer. He's a singer, singer, you know, like he's taking from the family of like singers and musicians and he's singing with his friends on TikTok and they're getting like huge hits apparently. Yeah, I'm I'm still, I've watched one. Apparently they have a bunch of other ones that I have to, I have to take a look. But anyways, it it actually is is helping my algorithm because. It's his duty as an uncle. It is my duty as an uncle and. I am one of the musicians in the family, right? So okay. Anyways, it is helping my algorithm because my algorithm is still a little bit messed up. From all the hillbilly videos you watched. Well, now I'm getting like, you know, political, political, pro Trump, yada yada type things, you know, and so (laughs) I'm trying to clean it out to make it a little bit more happy and 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 fun and you know that sort of thing. Fluffy. Fluffy free time stuff. Fluffy free time stuff that, you know, like, doesn't make me, you know, like... Doesn't melt your brain? Well, give up in the world. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. I'm sorry. Anyway. Let's let's get back to the question. Anyways. Okay. Anyways. The thing about TikTok... The challenges in TikTok... Okay, there's a bunch of challenges in TikTok, and we were discussing this before the show, that some of the challenges are just, why are they like, why are they a thing? They're dangerous as all get out, like the, the penny challenge. Oh, oh there's the fireworks. There's fireworks. For, for uh, those that don't so- know who, what the penny challenge is, and please do not do this at home. Uh, they insert pennies into outlets. What's okay. the point of that? I have no clue. I have no clue either because, you know, when I was a little kid and I was watching G.I. Joe and the Inspector Gadget, right? They had usually like these like PSA and PSA things for kids at the end where it's like, don't stick things in the socket because it'll hurt you and knowing's half the battle. And don't drink things that aren't <laughs> supposed to be drunk. Yeah. Don't drink the bathroom chemicals. Like Tide Pod challenges, all these other ones. It's like, yeah, first of all, also... why is this thing a why is this a thing? And people do do people actually do this? And I also think I think it, <laughs> I, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like this all all of these challenges seem to stem from that ice bucket challenge for ALS awareness. Uh, I think it e- was supposed. To even before supposed... that, there was the planking. Planking. Oh, thing. true. And even so, I mean, the ALS one at least it was supposed to raise awareness and raise money for charity. And I get it. I took I took part of that. Um, but then all these other ones, like I didn't I didn't really get the Tide Pod challenge. I don't get the Penny challenge. I don't get the cereal challenge and all these other challenges that yeah. all these kids are doing. I'm like, th- it's it's like so apparent that this is dangerous. So why is and, it? Yeah. So why? So I understand why are kids that, doing it? I understand that TikTok's ran by the Chinese. It's Edwin. I'm no. It's Edwin, ran by Chinese. Yeah, it's a Chinese company. But that's 
But I don't think the Chinese are responsible for these challenges. Well, no. The well, Chinese no. are not I know, starting. I know, but you know how you know how the other social media like agents, you know, the social media giants like Facebook and Twitter and you know, yeah. and all those guys look like they're starting to sort of crack down on these things that it's like, you know, this could be dangerous and you shouldn't be doing this kind of thing. They're putting like actually Yeah. Actual disclaimers on these things. It hasn't reached TikTok yet and and I think that's just because People haven't been really raising raising up voices like, "Hey, this is dangerous. You gotta put a stop to it." Nobody's there hasn't been much of a stink raised up about it yet for TikTok. But here's the other thing that I just I just it just boggles my mind, right? Mm-hmm. People are actually doing these challenges. They are actually doing these challenges, and it's not <sighs> smart and it's dangerous. And, and it makes me wonder: Is it because people are bored? Are kids just not not the, mentally simulated enough there, that they're like, oh, okay, I'm, just I'm in the house and they have there the house is board. an element of boredom feeding into this, I think, and the need for adrenaline. Whereas usually they would get their adrenaline doing other stupid stuff that isn't just straight up dangerous. I mean, yeah, they and, they still do stupid, dangerous stuff, but when I was a kid, when I was in high school. I had friends who did stupid things, right? Or who were about to do stupid things. Guess what? We stopped the guy. We stopped our friend because yeah. we knew it was a bad, bad thing to do, right? It would, it, it wouldn't just hurt them. It hurt other people. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And I also think that it's that it's that whole. Well, if your if your friend jumped off the bridge, would you follow? It's that whole peer pressure thing that oh. If so-and-so was doing this, I should probably do it, too. It's kind of like a cool thing, even though it's a stupid and dangerous yeah, thing. So, and... yeah, I, I think I think it's the whole peer pressure of, hey, this is going on. I want to be cool. I want to get the views. I better do the same challenge so I can get the views, I, so I can get the popularity. And but... here's the thing, though. If it's trending... And it's supposed to be something challenging, you know? The more people do it, it's no longer impressive. Cool. That's why it's they gotta just... yeah, they gotta they gotta jump on the wagon early so they can get the popularity and the likes and all that. So they and can then, be the and shopping then it's, ones. It's just no no it's no longer surprising. It's no longer cool. It's just stupid and dumb. Is it just an all in an effort to get like to get impressions or followers or whatever? Because I mean I have found my. I mean, here's the thing. I have found myself when I when I'm when I'm like you know you know looking at TikTok for like an hour. The I and maybe this is why my algorithm is like messed up, right? Mm -hmm. Because I look at it and I and like I don't know if it's just like a thing in my head where it's just like, what the heck. What? And I'm sitting there like, watching it, and then I and it ends, and then my algorithm gets messed up because I watched it till the end. Yep. And here's here's one of the things. It's like you know how how when Tiger King was trending, people would mention Carol Baskin in a in a TikTok <laughs> video that had nothing to do with Tiger Kings, just so they would hit the algorithm to get them the views of all the people who were looking for. For Tiger Kings and Carol Baskin stuff. Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah, I have watched those Carol, some of those Carol Baskin things. Yes. Yeah. So they, so it's, 
Some of them are, are taking advantage of things that are trending to try to get their own stuff out there. So, yeah, so it, so there's a lot of people doing these stupid challenges just to get the likes and the views, and, and it's... But how... I mean, I just... Yeah, that's, that's the only point there is to them. They're doing... They want to do shockingly dangerous things to to prove that they're not afraid of anything and they're cool and and they should have all the likes and, I mean and follows and all that it's that's the point of it is to is to get the popularity even though it's not a good idea now here's something interesting that I just thought of um are the ones that aren't dangerous like the well I'll call them like the dude perfect challenges where it's like get a ball in the cup that we were talking about before like get a get a ball in the cup by hitting like three pants now first that is actually something worthwhile oh, because yeah. that actually takes skill and and if you're pulling that off really impressively that deserves a like yeah but how many people not... how many people are actually liking those things and how many people are actually like versus like the the dangerous um, ones well i honestly think that they are like the one that I follow, they are it's their likes, their videos, their the channel itself is is trending. And the reason why people don't hear about it is because it's not newsworthy. The the most dangerous ones are the ones that have police being called because their kid did something wrong and failed a challenge or whatever. Though the most dangerous ones are the ones that are being reported on the news, huh. therefore they're the they're the more known ones than those that aren't dangerous. It's just kind of a risky thing just to get a comment, like, and subscribe. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just interesting as how well. Okay, so if I do something dangerous, and it's trending, so does that mean only dangerous? stuff trends not necessarily if you look on youtube before um it's not really the trendy challenge or whatever but it's but there are people like asmr videos very low-key yet asmr videos in itself is trending yeah i mean there are just people that stream of just themselves either painting minis or crafting or just doing or eating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds boring, but people still watch them. Yeah. Because there's some sort of calm to it. So I cannot just say that, you know, um, it needs to be dangerous in order to trend. Not necessarily. Because the opposite is true, too. Well, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, that, yeah, well, I mean, I'm not saying that, that it has to be dangerous in order for it to trend, but are the ones that are dangerous trending more than the ones that are in I just your think mind? that I just think the ones that are dangerous are just being reported on or more talked about because OMG it's the it's the shock factor so it's the third makes it so it's a third party terrible. promotion because yeah because if I were to talk to you hey I, I'm 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 uh, watching this girl eat soup to you it may may seem boring that's the reason why I don't really talk. I don't really say, hey, check out this chick eating soup. But if I were to respond that, hey, this kid ate a Tide Pod, you'd be like, oh, my God. That's like we got to 
I gotta see that's, that. That's just, I gotta see that. I have to share. I don't believe this. this. I've gotta see this. Yeah. So it's more of a shock factor. The shock factor is the feeling factor that makes it shareable. I have been swiping. Was it up? Yep. Up on TikTok. I've been swiping up every time I see something. I was like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be bad. I just swipe up because I just can't. I don't want to give them a lot of day or like sort of enforce that because yeah. it's so. It's just so like. I don't want any. I mean, I don't like people getting hurt. No. You know, for stupid yeah. reasons. I you, feel like that's a stupid reason. Same here, yeah. So. Getting yourself or someone else hurt for a video like, I. No. I'm not into that. No. If you need to do that to get more video likes, then you need to go find better promoters. Because <laughs> that's not worth it. At that point. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, moral of the story if you are on TikTok, you know. Don't do the. Don't, don't do the dangerous challenges. Do stupid things like that. Come on, we like our make we make America if, smart again. <laughs> make if, America smart again. Please. Anyway, if if you're on TikTok, please keep yourself safe and don't do these dangerous challenges. Don't don't do the challenges that are gonna get others hurt. We like to have our our friends and family and followers to be. Um, healthy and yeah. and whole and um not injured or in trouble i have other gripes about about tiktok but i won't you, get into you could them go now. on you could go on with that for hours now. if we let you yeah because so, there's, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of things about tiktok that i was like oh my gosh really what well, but anyways. how about how about we change topics yeah, so you don't that. have to worry so about don't have to worry about that yeah okay so, um, let's talk about some food. But regardless of the style or type of restaurant, they all have one thing in common, and that is the serving of food. It's still fresh, but I'll take only what I need. They've got to last. Okay, last time, Pam issued us a challenge. <laughs> yes, Pam, what was that challenge? It was the no-cook challenge, since, you know, summer is here, and I really don't want to turn on the oven. So, so the exact the exact challenge was no methods of heating the food. Correct. Okay. okay. But so the food no, but no heat I, source allowed. Yeah, but you could use pre cooked. Right, as long as you yourself were not cooking. As long as you yourself yes. did not turn anything that would that was a combustible. Right. Right. All right. So, Pam, you issued the challenge. Would you like to start? I did. Um, I pulled the recipe of a bon appetit. A bon appetit. Sorry, my French. <laughs> um, green goddess tuna salad sandwich is what I created. <laughs> Edwin's face right now. What? No, what? Keep going. I can't see his face. Keep going. Just keep I going. know you can't see his face. He just kind of pulled a... He, he just kind of... Was like, did like one of those faces that you pull when you're like, hey, what? <laughs> Just keep the, going. Just keep it, going. It was seriously that kind of face. Anyway, keep going. Keep going. Anyway, keep going. okay. So what it was is just basically you mix basil leaves, parsley, uh, tarragon into mayonnaise, sour cream, lemon juice, olive oil, yatuna, um, 
celery, and then you just basically mix it all together, and then you um, you also add herbs on top of it. It's actually garlic on it, and you basically put it in between it, the the muffin or um the recipe called for two English muffins. We just placed it in wheat bread. Um, and then actually I added avocado. The recipe didn't call for avocado, but I wanted avocado on mine. So I added avocado. Avocado is yummy. It is so good. <laughs> and, oh, wow. Um, the one thing that wasn't prepared when I tasted it, uh, was the amount of onion in it. Cause it called for, how do you call it? Is it a shallot? Yeah, a shallot so is a shallot. small little. A shallot is a small little onion. It's like a baby. Yeah, onion. yeah, and they also called for. Oh no, that's the only onion on it. I don't know. Just to me, it was. It, Shallots it was are strong. Very, yeah, yeah, it was very very oniony. So I but, honestly think that to tone down the onion taste, maybe just use a part of a an actual onion. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but other than that, I really enjoyed it. I like, I like tuna salad, but I never made, incorporated any, like, herbs on, onto my tuna salads. It was just basically celery and mayonnaise and tuna, and then that's it. And this one was more fancy and everything, but I, I really liked it. And I, and I, I liked the fact on how I added avocado to it. It just it just blended in so nicely. I'll I bet. actually helped myself to two two sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So uh for that dish, uh I I gave it I gave it to Jeff and Jeff is not really a big tuna uh tuna fan, but he did say that, you know, for someone who doesn't like tuna, he gave it like a sixteen. Nice. Cool. And he says that he would eat it again, especially on a hot day. Uh, yeah. As on, uh, Which we've been having week. a lot of lately. Yeah. Yeah. So many hot days. Um, According to our yeah. electric bill, yes, we have been having a lot of hot days lately. So th- yeah. So, so he gave it a sixteen. I gave it a seventeen. Um, I would. It would score higher. But the thing is, though, um, so much really, onion. It was very. Yeah. It was oniony. Um, I'm not, I guess I'm not used to heavily herbed taste because I could taste like a, like the bitter, yeah. the bitterness of the herbs. Mm-hmm. So that kind of offset me, but I still ate it. And, and the fact that it, it was just a tuna salad in bread, it, <clears throat> it didn't stay, it didn't stay a salad, uh, a sandwich very long, <laughs> but, but. Other than that, yeah, I would definitely make it on a on a hot day. Sweet. Nice. What did you guys make? Edwin, you're up. Well, well why up. did you make the face? <laughs> so I made something that was inspired by my my auntie Trell, right? Um oh, she will get to it. <laughs> yeah, and she um she passed away about twelve years ago now. Um, and my mom who passed away this year. Mm. 
and because it's this sort of like sort of like this this um these taste profiles reminds me of of them it's such a filipino thing right okay. so, so what i did was i made a i call it a tuna salad summer wrap edwin okay. that's, you were calling it a summer tuna salad wrap yes summer tuna salad wrap well it's my own thing yeah my tuna so salad so basically, I did a tuna salad, like like a tuna, like a tuna sandwich, but you know, I did the, you know, it was the tuna that was making yeah. him make that face. Yeah, it was the tuna. I'm sorry. So I did the, I did what you did, right? So it's like the, the proper way of making a, a tuna, like tuna salad, fill, right? Mayonnaise and sour cream. Yeah. Right, but I also added dill, pickles, dill, dill relish. Or sweet, re- sweet, yeah, relish. sweet relish. Sweet relish. I added onions, right? Just sweet yellow onions. And yeah. I've also added, and here's here where the, here's where the Filipino comes in. I added fruit. I added nice. fruit into the thing with apples. Green apples. Green apples. And, and white grapes. And yeah, and white grapes. And with a little bit of, you know, with pepper and everything. And I laid that on butter lettuce. And some cheese on top. And I put some cheese on top, some some tomatoes on top. Tomatoes. And and cheese cheese. on a wrap. Yep. Yep. Put it on a tortilla. Put a tortilla wrap. Wrapped it up. Yeah. It was actually really, really good. I really liked it a lot. (laughs) Oh, cool. Um, Angela, how many? How did you? How many? You... Uh, <laughs> two and a half. Ooh, must be really good. It, oh, it was. It was so tasty and refreshing, and I, I enjoyed it a the, lot. They used to. It just reminds me of. It's. It was such a summer thing, right? Because mm-hmm. you had the fruit. It was. It was nice and cold. You know, it was like a. And then the, and the tomatoes made it and, really refresh. And the fruit, which the fruit. you know, I was not expecting the fruit, and it was like, oh, this is a surprise. This is an interesting surprise. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never tried a tuna salad with fruit before, so that was an interesting. Yeah, it was. I would make this with chicken, right? Ooh, like chicken, yeah. Yeah, like a chicken yeah, salad, yeah. because that's what my parent, that's what my auntie Trella and my mom used to do. It was oh, a chicken know. salad. San- it was a chicken salad like a macaroni thing but they would put fruit and cheese in yeah. in the in the salad right something i always remembered but when he, i was a kid but he was going after things we already had in our cupboard and canned chicken was <laughs> not a thing we had in our cupboard canned chicken was not a thing we had in the cupboard we had a lot of gotcha. canned tuna so i did it with the tuna and i had everything i didn't even have to go to the grocery store because we had everything in our in her cupboards, and it was just mm-hmm. it dawned on me. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is like, you know, I've I've always seen fruit mixed with some kind of like salad, whether it's tuna or chicken." So let's make it a wrap. Here we go. <laughs> nice. Uh, and I, nice. I, I will tell you now. I gave it a straight up eighteen. I liked it that much. Good. So. And Edwin, what did you give your own your own wrap? I I forgot what I gave it. He probably gave it, it an eighteen I also. Think, yeah, it just reminded me of like like former taste 
taste. Yeah, it was yeah. nostalgia for you. It was nostalgia for me. It was like, nostalgia for you and new and interesting for me. Yeah. So. Cool. All right, Angela, what did you do? <sighs> okay. I actually made a ceviche. Um, it was actually an imitation crab ceviche because I had never made one before and I didn't want to accidentally get us food poisoning. So what exactly is ceviche? Ceviche is... <clears throat> it's basically an a kind of a seafood soup type thing. It's... It, but it, instead of using heat to cook the seafood, you use an acid of some sort. Yeah. Okay. Which is usually like citrus or... Vinegar. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, right. Filipinos like vinegar. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But I, I found, um, I think it was on All Recipes or something like that, I found a recipe for imitation crab ceviche. Um, I will say this, there was a weirdness in which... Um, all the steps were considered one step. <laughs> yeah, I love it when that happens. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Step one. Everything. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> uh, there, like, it was calling for flake-style imitation crab, and then it's like, step one, put the shredded crab... When did you tell me to shred the crab? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, step one was all the things. It's it's like when when you when you're reading those uh, learn to draw books and it's like step one draw a circle step two draw a slightly different circle step three draw a horse <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah this one it was like ingredients list step one do everything <laughs> yeah so yeah it it turned out. It turned out really good. Um, we, like, it was saying like, it was it was recommending putting it on tortilla chips or on uh, tostados. Uh, I got the tortilla chips, and we had some guac pre-made guacamole. So I, I did not make my own guacamole this time. Normally I do, but we had some pre-made, so we used that just for that avocado bit to kind of brighten it up. And normally I'm not a fan of cilantro but this time it actually wasn't it wasn't overpowering it wasn't so, bad yeah so the the cilantro was there but it wasn't overpowering like yeah. it usually is in a lot of dishes that use cilantro so okay. and it it called for a full red onion my red onion was really big so i only used like i don't know a half third of, i don't think i even used half of oh. it it was a really big onion, and I was looking at it going in like, uh, that looks like a lot. And it, <laughs> it used uh, lime juice for the acid. and Yeah. Have you, have you ever had canilao, Pam? I don't think so. It's like, it's the Filipino ceviche. I don't, and yeah, no. Yeah, I it's like, so. well, it's like, um, it's, it's, it is a ceviche because you're using... Like apple cider vinegar or vinegar, distilled vinegar, mm -hmm. in tuna, right. and you're using the, you're cooking it with tuna, right? And that's the reason. That's one. Of, it was a good rest. It was a good ceviche. What you did, mm -hmm. definitely. But I think it would have been better with the tuna. So, what was my score? 
I give you a 17.5. <laughs> 17 and a half. I will take it. 17.5. Because I really wanted the tuna. I, and I am not prepared to try that when I'm in a hurry. My cousin's, my cousin's husband who lives in Iowa, right? Uh-huh. Makes the best canilao. Oh yeah, I've had. I'm I've telling had you, I I will eat that thing with crackers. I'll eat that thing with like with like tree leaves because it's so good. Like, Iskini <laughs> Lao is really good. Yeah, and he does it with full on like tuna steaks, right? And okay. does you know all the mixing and something? Like all the uses like the Filipino methods and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, I mean that's. That to me, for anything like a ceviche, that's a twenty for me. That's a twenty. Right? <laughs> so seventeen point five. You're you're saying your your cousin's husband can cook for a nat twenty. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He'll give me. He'll give us the. Uh, he'll give us the. Uh, if if he's the extra hit points. <laughs> <laughs> hey, temp hit points! Yay! So. All right. But I, I think I gave mine. I think I gave my own a seventeen or an eighteen. I can't yeah. even remember what I was I saying. Think yours was a seventeen. You said gave yourself a seventeen. Yeah, I think I gave myself a seventeen. Yeah. Mostly because I was so impressed by by your thing from <laughs> yesterday. Um, also, cilantro. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it wasn't overbearing, but it was still there. Still there. I'm, I'm really trying. Hey, that reminds me. I was gonna ask. If anybody knows a really good substitute for cilantro, could you let me know? Um, either send me a tweet at Pleasant Doom on Twitter, or uh, send us an email, um, dungeondiners at gmail.com. I already have a good substitute for cilantro. Irish Spring Soap. Edwin, <laughs> that is not edible. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Cilantro tastes like soap to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so let's. We've got a new challenge. I have the challenge this time. So Angela has <laughs> the challenge. Is that our song for a challenge? That's, that's just that. Oh, you just wanted to put. <laughs> okay. Our challenge for next time. Okay. I am a sucker for sweets, so I'm going to issue another dessert challenge. Okay. I want you to make something chocolate. Oh, come on. Can it be something that we've done before? Yes, it can be something you've done before. Perfect. I just want something chocolate. (laughs) Okay. Something chocolate. Okay. Something chocolate. Something chocolate. I can do chocolate. Yeah, I can't. I can't restrict you on chocolate because you know. I know you've made a lot of things with chocolate, so I want something chocolate. Okay. Sounds good. It's 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 simple, I know, but that is my challenge for you. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. So now I've got a story. There it is. Now we present the hilarious story of their further adventures. Okay, I know I've been talking about Pepper a lot, but there's there's been some exciting things happening in the game where she's where she's uh, hanging out right now. Um, so 
in the last game, well, last time I talked about Pepper, uh, she was stuck in a situation where she had just told her companions to not make deals with Faye, and they started making deals with Faye left and right. Well, they'd finally left the shop where they were making deals with this hag. Finally left. And as they departed, she, she was a little freaked out because one of the one of the hags at the front on the first level, as they left, she said to them, Fare thee well, Faye touched. <sighs> that, that, it was hard for her not to react, but she managed to hold it together. Meanwhile, one of the other characters, Valen, he got pretty excited because he thought it was about him. He, he's absolutely obsessed with trying to contact the Fae, and... So he he was quite eager. Well, they had some time to wait while while uh, Valen's weapon was getting a uh, upgrade of sorts. So they went to a a tavern, and as they were sitting in the tavern, they began talking, and uh, the subject of each other's families came up, and and. Uh, well, Pepper is quite secretive about her past, for good reason, and she figured her family was uh, not really of much note, at least uh, not, not when last she saw them. However, when someone asked about her family, she said, oh, yeah, I don't know where they are at this point. I'm not sure if they were even still where I was going but, uh, if, unless you've ever heard of the, a family called Thistlehedge, I don't know that you'd be able to help me find them. Well, one of the characters happens to be a much older halfling, and so he decided it's time to roll a history check. So he rolled, and he rolled well, even with disadvantage. He managed to get out of his memory. Ah, yes. You have heard of the name Thistlehedge. You've heard of it in a history book. And what you remember in that history book, they were a family of well-known entertainers that disappeared without a trace 50 years ago. Well, Pepper was absolutely dumbfounded. When she left, her family was tailors, not entertainers. And 50 years ago is not when she would expect to hear of them. So, she expressed her, her confusion, and they inquired, Well, why would that be confusing to you? Why would you not know this? They... They've disappeared without a trace. How are you related to them? Ah, uh, you know, I'm still thirsty. I think I'm going to go get another drink. And she ran off, but the doors had already been opened to her past. She failed her escape from explanation. So there are now plans in that group 
to do more history checks, more insight checks regarding Pepper's past. And with this difference between Pepper's backstory and what they know, now Pepper needs to start asking questions too. So we'll see what happens there. Oh, fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, there... The DM was dropping all kinds of hits about Pepper's backstory left and right, and nobody was really catching it. (laughs) But that's okay, because Pepper is really dodgy about her past anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But it it was fun. But they really are like, oh, wait, wait, Vale is 108. Maybe he remembers something about them. Hopefully nobody has a minus one. Oh, no. Leonis, the halfling who, who rolled the history check, he was at disadvantage. He he sold his blood to hags. He's got no. cursed blood. He sold it to hags. That's totally not going to come so back has, to bite us. So he has a disadvantage. It's a, yeah, he, he had three levels of exhaustion. He sold that much blood. Three levels of exhaustion. So he had disadvantage on all checks. Ugh. He rolled... A 16, and then a 1. But wait! Halfling luck. Reroll. A 17. (laughs) So, yeah, he rolled really well in spite of his character's exhaustion. Nice. And and then after that whole thing, Valen promptly got drunk and passed out. So... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that was that was a really fun session in, in all kinds of weird ways. Ah, anyway, so let's tie this up with a little bit of entertainment. All right, so what are we playing today? Pam, you wanted to have ourselves a little discussion. Okay, so. Our little game is basically assigning each other cartoon characters. We have no say on what we think our cartoon characters should be. It's all up to the others. Okay. So, who wants to go first? Like, Shall we who wants to get picked it? on first? All right, hang on. Who wants to get picked on first? Odd or even? Pam? It has to be a divisible of three. Odd or even? (laughs) I'm just rolling the d20 for an odd or even number. I am going to say even. How does that work with the three of us? Well, someone's going to have to double up, and then we'll roll between the two who double up. Otherwise, I was... Okay. All right, so odd or even? I, I fine. I mean, what are my other choices? Is against odd. <laughs> odd. So the two of you want to choose odd. All right. It is even. So I guess that means you're first. That that means I'm Actually, first. Actually, can I go last? Well, considering Please. I have to go first now, sure you can go last. Okay. Okay. So I'll I'll start. Pam. Um. Oh, I thought we were supposed to be picking on you. 
Oh, are are we picking on me or am I or am I telling you to I've got I am so confused about just, this. Just go, just, just go. go. Okay. Just go. So Pam, um for your character, I figure you're probably a uh less extreme um Retsko from Agretsko. Aha! Yes! 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 <laughs> that I thought was the closest thing to accurate that I was going to find. That's accurate because she works in accounting, I work in accounting, and we both have inner anger issues. <laughs> is, that that, is that that cat person? No, it's like... Red Panda. Red, Red Panda. Red Panda that, yeah, it's a Netflix thing. That one, yes! Yes. yes. Dang it. And yes, and, and both of us do karaoke too. So yes, that's that's, that's correct. All right. And, <laughs> and Edwin, the closest thing I could think of for you is some combination between um, Tucker Foley from Danny Phantom and <laughs> Honey Nozuka Senpai from from Oran High School Host Club. Which one was the one? Wait, which Honey Senpai. Honey Senpai. Yeah, honey senpai, the the really cute one. The little one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. The one that the one that rules has yes. like the biggest company amongst all of them, apparently. Yes, and and he loves sweets, <laughs> and and cute things, and Tucker Foley loves technology, and he he's yeah, yep. And judging by the technology sprawled out here. I'm trying to yes. produce a podcast. I know, <laughs> but Edward, you've the yeah. the amount of technology that that you've got set up in this house. Okay, definitely yeah. leans on Tucker Foley. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, Edwin, you next. Okay, Angela. Actually, I want to leave Angela last. Um, Pam. Yes. I was watching this one show called Gamers on Funimation when I had Funimation. And there was a character there. Her name was Karen Tendow. Oh, no. I'm a Karen. <laughs> Karen Tendow. <laughs> now, is it, Before, is it Karen or Karin? K-A-R-E-N. Oh, Karen. So okay. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, very into and very uh, like when she gets into something, she starts doing like ooh, ah, ah, and then starts going like very fanny fangirl. <laughs> she, she's a very enthusiastic fangirl. Okay, yeah, very enthusiastic fangirl, especially when it comes to video games. And she's very like, I need to beat this. I need to beat this. So thing. very enthusiastic, very determined. One, I think there was one that there was we'll one that. episode in there that they were actually playing like a like one of those dancing games. <laughs> yeah, I was about so, to say that sounds like me playing Hatsune Miku games. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about that. It took me a while to figure that one out. Um, Angela, Mabel. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Mabel. That is not the first time I've been compared to Mabel from. You're talking Mabel from Gravity, Gravity, Gravity Falls. Falls. Yep, Mabel. Hey, is... hey, you stole my humor. Mabel. <laughs> it's Mabel. Ah. 
Yes, you are Mabel, Angela, okay? Okay, so two votes, two votes for Mabel, I accept this. You are Mabel. I am Mabel and I accept this. The only, well, you even have the sweater, don't you? I do have a sweater. I need to put the star on it. <laughs> I, you, I could, still... you could successfully cosplay as Mabel. I have cosplayed as Mabel. There you go. There you go. See? Okay. <laughs> it's, it's settled. <clears throat> She's Mabel. <laughs> Mabel Pines. That's right. <laughs> Gravity Falls. Okay, my turn? Your turn. Yep. Well, we all know what I put down for Angela. So, uh, Edwin? I'm having a major brain fart. So I was trying to come up with a techie cartoon character. And for the life of me, I can't think of anything. So I tried to do a Google search and it just brought just the generic, oh, dude wearing a sweater and glasses. And it's not from a cartoon either. So I'm like, well, you're not helping me. But then something crossed my mind. Okay. You are also privy of wanting to learn stuff. And you like sharing what you've learned. Yes. Well, <laughs> usually um, Ravenclaws are linked to not ravens, but owls. Um, so I think I kind of view you as the Tootsie Pop Owl. <laughs> <laughs> the Tootsie Pop Owl. The Tootsie Pop Owl, you know, where the kid goes up and says, how many licks does it take to go to the center of a Tootsie Roll Pop? And then Let's find owl out. Just it. Ready? Oh, let me find out. One, a three, crunch, three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> you had that. I, I kind of had that demeanor too. It's the whole. Oh, let me see. Hmm. Well, here it is. <laughs> Especially when it comes to troubleshooting, because that's your job too. <laughs> oh boy! Gonna, can't wait I, to go back to. I can't wait to go to work and they're listening to this. <laughs> As I said, Edwin, I can totally understand if you do not agree with my thing, but there was a there was a time where <laughs> there was a time where where when I was teaching music, right? For for this church thing, I was teaching music and like they started calling me professor. <laughs> so because I taught them like the proper way of like actually reading and sightseeing sights sites um sight reading. reading yeah and mind you i was teaching like 40 50 60 year olds mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's what they started calling me that's uh, funny that was that was a that was a lifetime ago Anyways. all right i accept <laughs> I, think I think we uh, i think we did an I overall accept. good job yay I don't know everyone's with mine but e5 <laughs> <laughs> See, Angela's mail is official now, Angela. I the comparison has been made before. I know. I, yeah. I, That's why I, I was like, I already this. know. I already know. I was like, I already know. This is indisputable fact now. Yeah. I already know. Uh, it, I I accept this. 
<laughs> All right. I do also have a growing collection of glitter. Ooh. With what? Glitter. Glitter, yeah, you oh, do. Oh, glitter, yes. Yes, yes. I, I've, I'm, I've got a growing collection of glitter. Yeah, and they seem to like, and when every time you use it, there was one time you were using it for a, a face painting thing, and it ended up a little, it ended up everywhere in the car, and I'm still finding <laughs> glitter in the car. Yes. I'm hoping is... when I get the car detailed, it'll be all gone. No. <laughs> so. It is the most prolific disease of the oh arts gosh. and crafts world. And I Glitter. love it. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. <laughs> hey, sparkles just make me happy. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, that's our show. Thanks for joining us. Um, my brain just blinked. Thanks for joining us on episode 28 yes, of Dungeon Diners. Yes, that's what I meant to Dungeon say. Dungeon Diners and Doors. No, you, we, we take turns on that, oh, sorry. Edwin. I'm sorry. Thank <sighs> you for joining us on this episode, episode 28. Um, um, if you want to email us, um, you can find me on, on Facebook. We're just going to do everything out of on order the, today. Uh, on Facebook, on the, on the Facebook Legend, Legend, Legend Creators, Creators group the, page. And then you can also find me at eat at T Cities Edwin and please email us at dungeon dining dungeon, dungeon diners, diners at gmail.com. Uh, I'd love to hear we'd love to hear what you have to say about all the topics in this episode. And, and other um, episodes. Yeah, if you agree with us, disagree with us, maybe the truth is is nothing. Um or Maybe Angela isn't Mabel and something else is, is really <laughs> in your mind about what Angela's cartoon character would be. Anyways, um, <laughs> so yes, so this is... Uh, you, oh, and, oh, 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 yeah. How, how can they you, find you? They can find me, uh, Angela, at Pleasant Doom on the Twitterverse. Very Damn. good, Angela. Okay. <laughs> and, All right. My name is Pam. You can also find me on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. You could also see my Instagram at PandaCatDragon. Anyway, thanks for listening. This is Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. And we finally got it in order. Yes. Hooray! <laughs> thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Enjoy. Bye.